Oh boy. It's Friday. I see a bunch of familiar faces in the chat and a couple new faces, which I like. I like very much. <clears throat> and we have a Jesse. Or do we? Yes. Yes, we do. Ooh. Sorry, I wanted to make sure that I had my phone muted before I turned on the mic. All good. And we have a Naomi. Matt D says, network unstable. I I had that issue while listening to the last episode of Cellmates. I think, it, I think it's on your end. Like, in my case, I think it was on my end. But I was connected to a, a stable Wi-Fi network, so I don't know what the deal was. But yeah, I've experienced that as a listener myself. I see it more in the app, and I think the app is just maybe more sensitive to that stuff. I don't know. Yeah, that might be. It's a glitch in the matrix. Let's see. As it is, uh, I'm using the app to look at the chat, and I'm not seeing anything in the chat. So You're not seeing I'm anything? Getting, I'm getting some unstable network yeah, maybe try re- app as well. Maybe try reloading the app unless it screws things up. I don't know how, what your setup's like. No, it, it shouldn't because I'm using the desktop today. I don't know if we have. I seen Melanie was in the chat. I don't know if we have her joining today or not. But either way, there's w- the chat. There you are, all my friends. Matt, all my all my friends. <laughs> Matt oh, D's we got Maggie. yeah, we got Mad D, we got Maggie. Who else do we got? Naomi. 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 She fairly new. Uh, unless you're not Naomi, I apologize. <laughs> you're lurking for a while. Last, I've noticed the last episode or the last few episodes, Naomi's been in the chat. Well, good. Thank you. I'm Naomi. glad to see you back. All right. Well, let's go ahead and start the intro music. I'm not sure if Melanie's joining us today or not. I think maybe, but. Um, you know, it's tricky to get connected on here sometimes. Intro music! Let's do it! It's Friday! Love that little echo. Oh, that's totally an echo off of a little voice clip of Melanie's voice. I think it is. Oh, really? The, the extended version of that because I put that together for a. Uh, it was a video I did a few years back. It was like a time lapse of editing a podcast episode, which is woo, riveting. Oh, was oh, that the one where you edit me? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there, there we go. Here we go. Hey, Melanie. Hello. Hi. Hi. Hello. Uh, but so I I did that super extended version of the theme song. It starts off as the regular Grolix theme and then just goes on a journey for like five, however minute, however many minutes long I needed to cover this time lapse. And uh, it gets wacky. But there's my favorite part is <laughs> I pull little clips and snips from the show of us like laughing and little. <laughs> hey, Naomi, Naomi. Hello. Hello, Naomi. Hello. How's it going? How are you? Good. So, hey, how long have you been? How uh, are you? Fairly new listener, or have you been around for a while? I've been for a while. Oh well, I'm sorry, I didn't recognize that, but I definitely appreciate it. Thanks for calling in, Naomi. Um, so I, I'm 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 sidetracking us right at the beginning. Let's let's. Who cares? Nobody cares about the goofy audio clips I put into the theme song that we don't even play on this. So it's Friday. So what are we talking about today? We are going to be talking about new movies opening this weekend, and we got there's a ton of news actually. Um, yeah, yeah this, I was just, the notes are full. The notes are full, and I was like, just had to stop going through my feed. 
So, I was saying I, I found one and I was like, man, I, I added it, but I don't know if we'll get that far. <laughs> uh, we'll probably jump around. And honestly, some of the ones I added, I don't have much to say other than, hey, this is a thing. Right. So, and that's the one that I added, but I thought, okay, it's, there's really not, it's not really news other than it's, it's a thing that probably wasn't even on people's radar, but mm-hmm. you might be interested to hear that it's a possible thing. I don't yeah. know. Exactly. And then as usual, we have a, I think we're going to have a new segment. It's going to be, you know, cause normally we do react at the news. We're also going to have a react at Paul's news. Because Paul Harder, who I don't know if he's here today. <laughs> I was going to say, of course, Paul, this would be the one that Paul's not in. Uh, I'm, I, I f- haven't shared out like I usually do, so I'm doing that like right now. So that mm. might get Paul. We'll see. I, I'm not great about sharing the link before the show because I'm usually like. Oh, yeah, you're doing every other thing. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure I got news stories, stuffing my face with last minute lunch up to like normally I get halfway through and then have to put it down because yeah right starting the show (laughs) speaking of speaking of folks if you're using the uh, mobile app uh, there is the little share icon down there uh, next to the hearts Uh, if you can give us shares and hearts I don't know what that does other than shares actually you know that sends sends uh, the fact that we're doing a live cast out to all your all your people which helps us get new people and your people have got to be awesome because you're awesome. I like that. It's very supportive and positive. <laughs> hey, that's what I do as, as uh, the host of the turning cartwheels podcast. I try to be as positive as possible all the time, except when I'm not. <laughs> Are you sometimes not on there? Oh yeah. My most recent episode was kind of oh. like, here's, here's how I have failed for the last two years. Oh, I need to listen to it. Jesse, I'm sorry. I haven't yet. I need to. Oh, I mean, you don't need to rush out and listen to my failures. I, That's all right. I do. <laughs> Not what well, I extra do. I extra do. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I tried to get pretty real on that last episode. And at the same time though, like it's, it's tough because you like, you start talking about stuff that's real and you're like, they don't want to hear this. I don't, I don't want, I don't want to get too real. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're personas, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're uh, what, what would that, what would that be? We're like uh tastemakers, right? Yeah. Influencers. We we're social media influencers at this point. Okay. God, I hope these numbers aren't right. <laughs> we're not broadcast. We're broadcasting to like ourselves and Matt D and maybe Maggie if she's still there. And Naomi. Uh, well, I don't know. I think we might have lost Naomi. Hey, Naomi, I hope you're still here. Don't leave. <laughs> I do appreciate you calling in. She she hung up herself. Like, I didn't hang up on her. She bailed herself. So she it was a pretty quick, you know, touching like a drive by calling in but hey that's okay i like it i like it yeah yeah at least you weren't like <laughs> i live <laughs> in this place and i don't like it you know how to play guitar i live in this place and i don't like it i don't fit in actually maybe that's okay i don't fit in that we understand that's okay we're we're a we're a nerd podcast so we kind of get it um oh, yeah. so but I think part of the issue is it's been like eight minutes and we haven't talked about any TV or movie news or anything. <laughs> We've talked about talking about it. Okay, so let's get on. First, let's start with opening this weekend because last week, I think it was, we almost didn't even hit that section. Oh, and that's yeah. like the Friday thing. Right. Uh, there's not too much as usual. Uh, basically, there's one big movie opening and then like a couple smaller movies hitting like two theaters. That's pretty much what's going on this weekend. But of course, that big movie is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Uh, And actually, I think the preview, like they do the preview screenings or whatever, whatever, made, I don't know, 5.8, 8.5 million, something like that, which I guess is pretty huge for a preview screening. Um, So it's doing well. I think it's getting pretty decent reviews. But that is, in case you don't know, the new Quentin Tarantino movie. His second to last, so he says. And, uh, yeah, that's, I, I do intend, it may not work out, but, man, I'm going to try to make it work. I do intend to go see that this weekend. Hey, Melanie, oh, cool. what, what you doing tomorrow, Melanie? 
and nothing, I guess. We're not going to go on Tuesday? No, because I want to, if I can, if at all possible, I want to record a review immediately after, maybe okay. even in the car, mm-hmm. if I if we can get Jasper there, and uh, push that thing out Monday. <laughs> okay. It is very rare to actually get Jasper like, with that. Uh, Matt D is is pulling uh, pulling Jasper's weight in the chat. He uh, he made sure to put uh, Tarantino yeah. up there in the chat. So I have a feeling everybody in the chat or everybody listening knows why. But in case you don't, uh, one of the podcasts we do is the Garlic Cinematic Universe, and this season, the third season, is season Tarantino. I didn't give it that name, just so you know. But it's season Tarantino. We've been going through all of Tarantino's movies, and we've gotten up to uh, Django Unchained. So all we have left is Hateful Eight, and of course, the brand new one, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And had he never seen any? He had seen the more recent ones. He'd seen, okay. uh, I want to say, Inglorious Bastards up through Hateful Eight. He just had never seen any of the early ones. You know that Tarantino the, kind of good sky- ones skyrocketed his career on. So, uh, which blew my mind. He'd never seen Pulp Fiction. Like, yeah, I don't know how you. I don't know how you go your life without seeing Pulp Fiction. I mean, but, just so you know what the memes are about, <laughs> like so many memes that you're that you're just laughing at for no, but you don't know why. <laughs> I just thought Travolta was always confused and lost. Yeah, clearly. Well, that's the thing. Like it's. Pulp Fiction came out in 94 and it's still getting memed on the internet, which didn't even really exist in 94 in a proper form uh, in 2018, 2019. It's insane. Yeah, but so is Willy Wonka. That's true. That's because Willy Wonka is eternal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because Gene Wilder Wilder is eternal. Yeah. 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 Because he's got creepy eyes weird demon man except i kind of i kind of hate that meme (laughs) because it's the smarmiest it's like it's it's almost become like peppy the frog level smarm you know (laughs) the the way that they use it like ah it's like nails on a chalkboard for me man where's ever what you'd think it's a friday afternoon or something where's everybody at everyone's living their lives. It's weird. Or, or they're here and the app's just not giving me the right count. That's okay. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go with that. Yeah, everybody's here. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Every, hey, everybody's here. Okay, so, so glad. Anyway, uh, yeah, we've been going through, on GCU, we've been going through the Tarantino movie. So if possible, even though it's out of order, I'd like to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood right away and try to do a quick turnaround special uh, review episode of that. That might not happen. Maybe I shouldn't push it, but um, it's so rare that we like on either Grolix or GCU that we actually review a movie that fast. You know that, right? Yeah, that much relevancy. (laughs) (laughs) So timely. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, The other movies opening this weekend, like I said, it's uh, they're mostly smaller movies, like limited release movies. I want to say Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the only like wide release movie opening this weekend. That kind of has been the trend lately. It's been like uh, Spider-Man and then The Lion King and then Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's kind of it's been one big movie per weekend as we kind of get to the end of summer here. And and they, they wonder why, you know, movie attendance is down. Well, like. Where's the movies, guys? Yeah. Uh, so, what else? Um, there's a documentary. You know, these are the limited release ones. I'll run through these pretty quick. Uh, Mike Wallace is here. A documentary about the 60 Minutes newsman Mike Wallace. Riveting. <laughs> oh, uh, but that might cut into uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's ticket sales, won't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jared audience right there? No, oh, yeah. There, that's going to, yep. <laughs> I mean, a little bit, I guess. I don't know. I don't bit, know who, that, who that's for. Um, Honeyland, which is also a documentary or a documentary drama about the last female bee hunter in Europe. Bee hunter? Bee hunter. Okay. okay. I wonder what kind of spears you need for that. <laughs> small ones. <laughs> very, very small ones. Toothpick-sized spears if you're hunting bees. <laughs> 
That's a, that needs to be a clip. <laughs> I Matt want that D, to be one of our audiograms. <laughs> I, Matt D, did I miss you guys talking about the most important movie coming out, Dora the Explorer? I, I was, huh? Is that is that I, on I the list? Is that no. is that coming out this weekend? I did not see that on any lists, dear Matt. Matt, Matt D, dear, dear Matt. Dear, I didn't know. I know it's coming. I know it's coming, but I don't know when. Uh, what about Tel Aviv on Fire? A drama ro- comedy romance about an inexperienced young uh, Palestinian man who becomes a writer on a popular soap opera. Hmm? I've been waiting forever for that. My whole life. Uh, Matt D says he may have looked at the wrong list. Yeah, I, I've got no Dora listed this weekend. But, I mean, you know. There's there's a lot I, of coming soon. There's some coming soons, but like this mm-hmm. is this week. This Man, if, they make, if they make a live action Dora, that's going to be the most annoying thing that was ever made. That ever. is what it is, isn't it? Oh, it's happening. It's yeah. happening. It's he's he's not kidding. That's a real thing. August 9th, he says. I mean, uh, August real. 9th, he says. There we go. I could say that with a little less vapor in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I always annoy myself on podcasts where if I can hear if I'm talking after I vaped, I'm like, why didn't I just wait? Yeah. Okay. Was it like next uh, next weekend is basically going to be all about uh, about Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> I mean, like that's kind of our reality. Is it's going to be a one movie weekend uh, type of scenario for a while? So this isn't necessarily a you know an indication that there haven't been good movies released this year because there are several that did come out that I want to see that I just didn't go to the theaters and saw to see. But I was looking at. Um, I don't know. I was messing around on Letterboxd, which is kind of like, a, mm-hmm. if you don't know, listener, Letterboxd. It's spelled like Letterboxd, but no E at the end. Anyway, it's a website. It's kind of like a social network for just movie, movies, movie people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Reviews, and I've logged every movie I've watched <laughs> uh, for the last, how long have I been on there? Like four, five? Forever. Six years. Um, anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, I was messing around on there and I seen somebody's list of like their favorite movies of 2019. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. I was looking through it and I was like, I've seen none of these. So I looked at all the movies I logged this year. I've only watched four movies that were released this year. So, oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to have to try. I'm going to try to remedy that. Because um, they were not necessarily the best movies either. So <laughs> They're about to become five. Yeah. I, I found out that I don't know any modern musicians at all apparently well uh, i've been on the internet i don't know who bruno mars is you don't know who bruno mars is i don't know who bruno mars is uptown funk uh no idea they've been around for a while i have well there there you go that's that's a perfect example then i have no clue any anybody is since i stopped listening to music back when you know it was like backseat boys and christian and stuff i stopped and now I, I now I have no clue what, what is. You okay? No, no. You should clarify. You stopped listening to radio music. Yeah, yeah I stopped listening to radio because music. you will pull out some like weird stuff. Where you're like, hey, do you know this song? And you'll play it, and it's awesome. And I have no idea who it is. I'm like, who is this? And you're like, blah blah blah. And I'm like, I've never heard of that before in my life. So you yeah. you come up with some pretty cool like fairly recent stuff. Well, I guess, but it's not. It's well, not popular stuff. Like the internet, I feel, man. I like, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like maybe I am getting older, but monk throat warbler. <laughs> I just got to that too. That's what I was laughing about. Of course, monk you know, I've gotten older. So warbler. modern pop and non existent modern rock, like radio rock, um, that doesn't interest me. But also, the internet really changed everything because yeah, main, most mainstream music is just garbage. And it's kind of like, I don't know, at one point, the radio definitely became like the CBS of music, <laughs> and then everything else is the HBO and Netflix of music. So, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I got you. Old, old fogies listen to the CBS of music. Why I CBS kind of, gets, the, I can, <laughs> gets the shade? I, I kind of miss... Uh, I kind of miss albums, man. Like people don't even release albums, even like weird Al Yankovic. Uh, he, his most recent thing was like, I'm not going to release an album until, you know, I'm basically going to release singles and then maybe I'll drop an album. But 
going forward, I'm basically just going to release singles because why? That's no, that is the way it is. That is the way it's it it's gone. I kind of wish I would have adopted that when I was still making music because I actually released more a lot more of the music that I made instead of just no. It's it, it's got to be ready when the albums. It'll be ready when the album's ready, and then the right right completed. But I do but, I do like album listening. Like I miss I kind of miss that. But at the same time, I don't even really listen to albums and when i do it's uh it's like old albums that were designed to be listened to as an album yeah but well, there's, there's only a couple of them i think that are really even worth that like like downward spiral or dark side of the moon or something like that in general it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter if you listen to it all together you know right well melanie you you're not an album person though anyway. no i'm not but no, I, no. part of it is also there's an abundance of entertainment options and that kind of adds to the quote unquote ADHD of whatever, you know, of the modern entertainment world. Uh, but uh, I don't know. I do miss back in the day, like high school days, picking, going, buying a new CD and then sitting down and listening to the full CD while looking through the, the cover and the lyrics and, the you know, whatever. I missed that. Not to say I couldn't do similar things now. I just don't want to take the time now. <laughs> I got other things to do. Right. I so listen to I, a lot. I mean, like if I have time, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, that that's true. Um, liner notes, man. I miss those. Mm-hmm. That is, that's one of the saddest things about to me in a way about digital music is that you could still make it and you can put video to every album or song if you want. But I do miss having like the physical liner notes there with all this cool artwork and stuff. You know, and how we can spin this into the news is that I think today is the day where ultra was that ultraviolet uh, is shutting down. Oh yeah. And so like today, if you didn't, if you didn't get a anywhere, like movies anywhere account and attach it to voodoo or, or something else, uh, you probably lost a lot of movies today. Maybe that's the saddest. Th- uh, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's the saddest thing about digital medium. You don't truly own anything anymore. Right. You may have bought I'm, it. You don't own it because that I miss, service goes uh, away. So does that movie or album or video game, whatever it is. I miss the the like like I've been looking at movies to, to whether I should rent them or buy them or whatever. And it used to be that I would just buy the DVD because if I liked the movie even at, at all, there would be some kind of special feature that would like sweeten mm-hmm. the deal for me. You know, like uh, I just rewatched UHF because I'm old, uh, <laughs> and and there's my my. Weird Al Yankovic tie-in, and uh, I had never watched it with the commentary track on it. So those DVDs that I have just sitting around are still paying off in in special feature ways uh, that digital mediums don't always include. Like like you can you can get a movie with all sorts of special features, but the commentary track, uh, unless you buy physical medium, I don't think that I like, that might be a feature that's just slowly disappearing. I was thinking about commentary tracks specifically the other day, and I don't know what it was, but I was like, why doesn't like, it sucks that those went away. Why doesn't like Netflix give you a second audio track option? be so easy for them to do. I mean, cause well, they, uh, for a lot of movies, you can just switch from, I mean, yeah. I, I think doesn't like Netflix have that over, option. It's like having an overdubbed option or something where you've got a second audio set. Yeah. Audio stream or whatever. No, that'd be awesome. I, so I think I, I was looking at it up. I was looking it up and Netflix did do something kind of interesting. Uh, but yeah, Basically, they had, I don't remember who it was, they had some director record a commentary track, and then they just released it as a podcast. I mean, so, oh, that's where your commentary tracks new. are going to go. Yeah. but there, Speaking of which, if we were to hit a certain milestone <laughs> on patreon.com slash 
Grolix podcast, we would uh, we would do a commentary track for Swamp Thing. I'm God, I so want to hit that milestone. And we're talking about the uh, original live action Wes Craven Swamp Thing movie. Please, I want to hit this fi- milestone uh, for like years. I've been waiting. Yeah. I should have said it at like two dollars just so we could do it. <laughs> we're oh, we're over half the half the way there though. As soon as we hit. Uh, $20 a month worth of total, like, patronage, patronage, Pat- patronage, patronage. That's if we had a bunch of Patricks that gave us money. Um, yes. <laughs> so, sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, real quick, guys. I got to go. So, okay. oh, yeah. All right. Uh, well, thank you for joining us for a little bit, Melanie. I'm sorry I didn't give you stuff to talk about. Oh, that's okay. I, you know, I got to listen. That's enough. <laughs> all right okay we'll talk to you later okay bye all right bye Bye. have fun contributing to society in a meaningful yeah. way just gotta go make money okay e- email pa- zach stanley uh looks like okay let's see what this is hello zach what's going on hello zach Zack attack. The Zack attack. We're right. just going to keep saying hello to you. Nope, he's gone. 15 You're seconds. there. 15 seconds. Uh, no sound. Moving on. Got to have the uh, the microphone enabled. You, you got to click the little thing that says enable, allow microphone. Yeah. So if, if you were just having uh, an issue, you can call back. That's fine. Uh, but, okay. So, anyway, commentary track. Swamp Thing, uh, Patre- Patreon, support the show. <laughs> now let's jump to, let's react to some news, but specifically we're going to react at Paul's news. Yeah, let's do that. So Paul is, Harder, is Paul here yet? I don't think he's here today. Man, I even tagged him. I even I even uh, shouted him out and said, "Hey, we're going to actually react at Paul's news." So, well, he'll he'll hear it on the on the replay. Yep, he Paul frequently is in the chat and on Facebook. Which, hey, if you want, you can do. You can follow Paul's example, and uh, you can follow us. Wow, too many follows. You can follow <laughs> us or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. And you know what Paul does on a very frequent basis? He tags us or he posts to our page uh, news stories that he thinks are interesting and he thinks we'll dig. And you know what? He's right. So <laughs> I've been collecting the last few. And we're going to react at them. So this is, I think, uh, my favorite. George Miller says the long-awaited Mad Max Fury Road sequels are going to happen. (laughs) He said that when he finished the first one, though. (laughs) Back in the, uh, God, what was it? (laughs) The late 70s, early 80s, when he did the first Mad Max movie. He's like, Fury Road sequels are going to happen. People are like, what's that? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just talking out of my butt. Okay, so, uh, yeah, basically he says, again, this is kind of just confirming, I don't know, a revamp, a re... Uh, it's like George R.R. R. Martin. No, I'm really going to finish the book. Yeah, he says there are two stories, both involving Mad Max and also a Fury, uh, Furiosa story. Hmm. We're still solving. We've got to play out the uh, Warner Brothers thing. It seems to be pretty clear that's going to that it's going to happen. Okay. Well, I'm all for it because Fury Road, I think, was is one of the greatest modern action movies. It's so well made. It's funny I, uh, that you were you were mentioning Letterboxd, and I've recently like re. Uh, rejoined like I already had an, uh, an account but I really hadn't done anything with it but the one thing I had done is reviewed Mad Max Fury Road <laughs> and I said in my review of that that it was the best movie of the year and uh, I stand by it I don't remember what other movies came out that year but I think Mad Max was the best movie of that year it's so good like it's I don't know it's it is a like we were talking about commentary tracks and part part of the cool thing about commentary tracks is if you happen to really be into how film is made, just watching Fury Road is a masterclass 
in editing and pacing. Oh yeah, and like it's just so good. But anyway, I'm all for it. If we can get some George Miller sequels to some more Mad Max from George Miller, I'm all for it. Okay, next, a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy TV show is heading to Hulu. I'm not sure we should give this to Disney too. Oh God! Right? <laughs> they they just it's they a second everything. crack at the series for Disney. Oh, so did they? They oh they helped produce the 2005 film. Oh, Disney did. Oh, yeah, through Touchstone Pictures and Buena Vista. Touchstone Pictures was like, oh Buena Vista, just, yeah, yeah. They even owned Bowinkle and Rocky, at least in distribution. Matt D says, no Disney, they will cock it up. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, I, it seems like there's not a whole lot of info on it, just that it's a thing that's happening. So, yeah, there we go. Oh, uh, well, I don't know those showrunners, so let's move on. All right. And then the last bit of Paul's news is Kevin Smith is writing a new version of of Clerks 3. Yeah, he kind of announced that during San Diego Comic-Con this year because people were asking him about it. Yeah, so Clerks 3 is something he's wanted to get going for a long time, along with Mallrats 2 and Jay and Silent Bob reboot, which actually did happen. Uh, It sounds like, from this article, the thing that held up Clerks 3 was the actor that plays Randall, uh, Jeff Anderson, wouldn't agree to do it. So when that was kind of the hold up on two as well as he had to convince Anderson yeah, to do two. And then two kind of like, I, I know there was a lot of financial chicanery that surrounded clerks too. And so I know he was going to have kind of an uphill battle convincing them all to come back. I did not realize. So in 2017, which was uh, 2017, this is according to an article by cinemablend.com. In 2017, five years after Smith announced he was working on Clerks 3 and approximately two months before production would start, the filmmaker revealed that the threequel wouldn't be happening because apparently the uh, Jeff Anderson had dropped out. So what this story is about, though, is Kevin Smith was basically saying he's rewriting Clerks 3 because, uh, quote, When I wrote Clerks 3, I wrote it during a weirder, darker point in my life. And it's kind of like the the King Lear of our movies. I love it. It's one of my favorite scripts, but it's dark. It's bleak. And it's not what Dante and Randall deserve. We're never going to make that version of Clerks 3, but I'm going to write a different Clerks 3, and we're going to make that effing film. I promise. And, And in a world where we... Let's see. And in a world where we got to bring Ben Affleck back, I'll be able to bring Jeff back. They gave me this much. I owe them one last thing. So basically the original script was very dark and he's just, I guess going to lighten it up. Hmm. I'm I'm this Ben Affleck thing is, is perplexing to me. I didn't realize they had beef. I like, that's another, that's a whole nother news item, but like, was it like a beef? Or was it Ben Affleck was too know. big? They were they were I, estranged. I don't know. Okay. Like I, I Kevin Smith was weird about even calling him to to come do reboot, and then he did, and it worked, and he was so happy. See, okay, that could very well be. I always got the impression that Ben Affleck got too big for Kevin Smith films and stuff, mm-hmm. but that, I guess that wouldn't explain. Like, I don't know, not calling him and stuff i mean he moved into his old house so they at one point were yeah yeah i don't know i don't know pretty tight yeah i don't know uh moving on to more news hey everybody it looks like well according to if this feed is to be believed uh, a bunch of people are joining how's it going we're just running through some fresh up to the minute news tv and movie (laughs) i don't know why i can make it cheesy like that tv and movie news uh, Matt D said, uh, speaking of Clerks 3, should just make it a cartoon. It would have been better. Wait, that already happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah the Clerks I would love cartoon, to see more of that. I would love to see them do more of that. It was such a weird beast, that show. Like, 
Yeah. It's so, because it's so not what I, it's not what anybody expected because it's so not Clerks. It's the characters, of course, but it's just, it's, I don't know. They really embrace the cartoon, which of course, if you're going to do a cartoon, why yeah. would you not? But the main thing I remember is bear driving car. How can this be? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's so much, so much gold in that. All right. React at the news. Like I said, some of these are just, I don't have a lot to say, but they're just a thing that's happening that I think is notable. First up, I don't know if anybody's watching this. I know my mom loves the show. The Handmaiden's Tale on Hulu, mm-hmm. uh, which sounds like a dystopian take. It's pretty intense. I I can't claim to have watched it like legitimately, but Holly watches it. So I have a vague understanding of what's going on. And it's it's crazy. It's like uh I, I think it has something to do with like only certain portion of the uh uh only a certain portion of the population can still reproduce kind of thing. And they have okay. this it's almost like this weird sect of society that's very I don't know, it's backwards where where it's very patri- patriarch patriarchal. It it's it's makes weird. sense. Yeah, no, it looks interesting. I I don't have Hulu currently, so I haven't checked it out. But season three is currently, uh, Matt D says, not for the SJWs. Really? Uh, well, season- I mean, I think it is, but it's also like it's fear mongering for the SJWs. Oh, it's like, see, this is why we have to fight. Interesting. <laughs> because okay. this could happen. It couldn't uh, happen. I mean, God help us if it ever got this bad. Well, it is season three is currently airing, and season four has already been greenlit, so it is confirmed there will be a season four of The Handmaid's Tale. Now, this next news item this is the this is this is the only other Hulu related. Oh yeah, okay, here we go. This is the one I'm excited about. Sure, because I'm a nut for it. Uh, Wu Tang, an American Saga trailer, has been released, and it's basically it's a Hulu series about the uh, forming of the Wu Tang Clan. And so tell me about Wu Tang Clan, Randy. Uh, well, like, why is it, it, why is this a thing? Because I know that you, my brother Jacob is also he was also a huge Wu Tang uh, person. It's like why? Why it seems like almost generational. Wu Tang is to you the way NWA is to a different to probably my generation. Well, because for one, Wu Tang ain't nothing to f with, <laughs> right? Oh, the killer bees. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, Matt uh, D is in the same generation as me. So, like, we don't get this Wu-Tang thing. How do you not get it? It's so No, good. I like it. I like it. I'm being a little facetious here. But I also <laughs> I know, know, I know. I also know that you guys love it to a degree that I don't understand quite as, as much. I'm not sure when my Wu-Tang love started. Like, it, it was definitely well after... <laughs> Uh, well, after, um, I don't know. I, I wonder if I, it might not, it might've even been after the nineties that I actually really dove into Wu-Tang. And for me, mainly it's, it's, it was the music. It was the Riz's specifically the Riz's beats and production. And the, the, uh, I mean, it's that whole like Kung Fu hip hop. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. Like that's, I think what brought me on board. And watching this trailer, you know, of course, they've got a, a lot of the old classic songs playing. And every one that popped on, I'm like, I just want to play this song now. I just right. want to stop this trailer and go find that song. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> the Riz is a genius. That's what it is, man. That guy's so good. <laughs> well, it's funny because I think about you and I think about my brother Jake. And when I think about your musical tastes, I almost never really think about your, your hip-hop leanings. Uh, but when it comes to hip-hop... For you and Jake, it's Wu Tang. I mean, there are there are some other hip hop I like, and there's you know, uh, but I mean, traditionally, yeah, I've been a metal guy, or uh, you know, in the more recent years, synthwave guy. Like, I'm definitely more electronic slash rocky guy. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, there, you know, I like some some hip hop, and I don't know Wu Tang. Like, it's not even so much the lyrical content, although sometimes that's good. It depends, like. That's the one of the things about Wu Tang. They have so many, so many like rappers that 
even if you don't like so and so's type versus, just wait oh, for Method yeah. Man because his stuff is always. Just wait crazy. for ODB. Just yeah, wait for right? ODB. <laughs> so I don't know, man. It's just it's so good. Also, I think it helped when I got more into sample based like for a long time i would do kind of sample based music production not like just looping stuff but like cutting and snipping out samples and like just stuff like that Mm -hmm. um i think that's really when i got into wu-tang because they are they're masters of it yeah 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 and you know that's a hip-hop thing in general but uh, the Riz is awesome, and it's just the samples he chose to use and the stuff he'd pull in the little. It's clip kind of a throwback, honestly. It's kind of a throwback yeah. to uh, the early, early days of hip hop in in the way that he was using his samples. For sure, I, the Riz is like uh, the he's the Quentin Tarantino of hip hop music. In that, okay, he'll just yeah. pull a whole bunch of like retro seventies movie quotes and sounds and use that and reshape it. Um, which kind of makes me sad that there wasn't because Rizza did the music for Kill Bill, at least volume one. And I don't feel like a lot of it got used and the stuff that did get used, get, did get used, wasn't the best. That kind of makes me sad. But yeah, anyway, retro chic. Yeah. Okay. Well, clearly I like some Wu-Tang, but yeah, so I'm, I'm interested in that. I might have to pick up Hulu for a little bit to check out the Wu-Tang um, an American Saga series. <laughs> Taryn 3-Tang. Yes. I like Taren that. Taryn 3-Tang. Woo-Tang. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I couldn't help it. Okay. That's I'm going to jump around a little bit just because I have... This is a one-line story. Okay. Thor, Thor Love and Thunder will film in Australia. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I mean... Uh, no, Waiki, Waiki, or why, what's his name? Taika Waititi, whatever. Yeah. I thought he, I was like, oh no, he's from New Zealand, but that's close to, uh, close to Australia, right? They don't like that. No, I know, but they're, (laughs) but they're geographically close. They're close. I'm not saying anything that's wrong. No, it's interesting, but it's also one of those things where it's like, uh, most are they shooting in studios over there because most Marvel movies are basically in CG worlds anyway. But right. you know, if they need some big like vistas, I'm sure Australia has some or cool. apocalyptic Mad Max type scenes. Oh my, that's what we need. That's what we need in Thor. A little yep. post Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, I love it. That's what this. That's what that should have been called. Uh, let's see. Basically, they just need to make a uh, Fury Road, but with Thor Ragnarok humor, and Natalie Portman is female Thor as Furiosa. There yeah, you there you go. Cinematic go. universe. It's happening. Okay, and they meet Crocodile Dundee, but he's actually made out of rocks, and his name is Korg. It's like that's not a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> see, see you later, New Thor. I only half committed to the accent because I can't do the accent. <laughs> yeah, right, right. No, I'm not even going to try. Uh, Todd Phillips pushed Joker to compete at Venice. At Venice, festival director says it's quote it's going to the Oscars. Uh, so basically, I pretty much just included this because uh, the Joker movie is already kind of getting awards buzz. And so this is the the one that's not a comic book movie. Yes. Quote the unquote. DC Joker movie that's not a D- comic based on comics. <laughs> <laughs> but is. Just the character, though. Yeah. He's the Joker. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's the Joker. So, no, it's this is kind of interesting just because... Um, so, it, apparently, the director really pushed Warner Brothers to submit to allow it to you know to submit it to the venice film festival and that's where it would be premiered then and apparently that's something warner brothers usually doesn't do especially like like their big movies because uh i don't know i guess it's kind of a risk you know if it goes out there doesn't do well that's like kind of negative buzz well before the actual release is supposed to happen 
Um, but they did it, and uh, apparently the festival director thinks it's got a lot of potential for awards. Hmm. Well, Matt D maybe said, they're right. Hopefully. Matt D says, I really don't know about this one. I am super excited just because nobody seems to know about this one. It's right, so, right. so weird. Like, it's such a weird thing. I don't understand what it is. But subtract the weird comic book connection. And, like, I think I'd still be on board because uh, Joaquin Phoenix is this kind of weird, maybe slowly going demented character. Seems like a unpleasant ride that I want to go on. <laughs> it's actually a kind of interesting uh, idea to just take one character out of comic books and make them a real person and see how it goes. Yeah. Matt D says Joaquin kind of creeps me out in general. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why he's perfect in this kind of role for sure. Like he's, he does creepy really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. What was that movie where basically he falls into this? I don't know. I don't want to say it was Scientology. I don't know that it necessarily was, but this cult anyway, that was a very odd movie. Hmm. All right. I don't think I saw that one. Moving <laughs> on, moving on. Experience the horror of Apocalypse Now on IMAX screens this August. Um, yeah, not a whole lot to say, but uh, Apocalypse Now, if you don't know, somehow is the, uh, what was it, 1970s, 1979 mm-hmm. uh, movie. Oh, God, I'm, I lost the uh, Francis Ford Coppola. That's it. Francis Ford Coppola movie. Uh, and it's a great movie. But it it will be receiving a limited run re-release in IMAX theaters uh, August 15th and 18th, apparently. It's a weird two days to set, but okay. Um, So they'll be screening the new 4K transfer of the film. Oh, okay. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, Matt D kind of nailed it. He said, I love the smell of popcorn in the movie theater. There are so many iconic quotes that still... Scenes and quotes that still get you know, referenced out of this movie. But also this is one of my favorite war movies. Cause for one, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of war movies, but this is right. basically a horror movie in the guise of a war movie. And that makes it super sure. interesting to me because it's, I don't know, that seems appropriate, but it's kind of surreal. It's pretty cool. It's very long, especially if you watch the, uh, the redux version Matt D says it is the quint- quintessential Vietnam War movie. Yeah, I think it's they great. even reference it in uh, what was it? True Romance? Didn't they reference? I mean, who doesn't reference this when they talk about Vietnam War movies? Mm-hmm. I mean, Kong Skull Island <laughs> referenced this movie heavily, just in the way that it was made. Yeah, it's true. The yeah. look of it and the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, all right, and then let's jump to this other one. This is the one that uh, this is one that you added. New Beavis yeah. Butthead movie, maybe coming soon. Teases creator Mike Judge. Yeah, and again, this is just uh, basically it's 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 like that other article that we referenced earlier, where it's just basically, yeah, we're still doing it. We're still going to do the thing. Uh, so here's a quote. Uh, Judge says that Paramount is apparently interested in a Beavis and Butthead Do America follow-up movie. And better yet, he already has something in mind for Beavis and Butthead 2. They seem to be still interested in that, Judge says. I've got some ideas. I think it would have to do. It would have to be something that makes it relevant today. I think I might have figured out a way to do that. So, yeah. It's so weird. So weird. Uh, Matt D, where is my King of the Hill movie? You're just going to have to wait for it, Bobby. Damn it. We've got propane to sell. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to make of this. I, I You know, okay. I, I have no idea what a modern Beavis and Butthead movie would be. Yeah, I don't know either. I mean, yeah, it just it struck my fancy. And I was like, whoa, okay. I didn't know this was still a thing. I know they did a modern Beavis and Butthead TV series for a while. 
Yeah, but that didn't even last very long, did it? Or was it ever no, supposed think... to last very long? I I don't know. Uh... Like, who's clamoring for this <laughs> besides Paramount, apparently? Right? Yeah. Well, I have a feeling... I mean, it's already started anyway, but I have a feeling we're going to see more of this. Because we yeah. are now entering the 90s nostalgia zone. That's so true. all those, like... We're going to start hearing 90 cent. I'm actually pretty excited. Like, that's fine. I'll, I'll roll right out of the 80s into the 90s nostalgia zone. zone. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> I didn't get my He-Man movie yet. <laughs> I can finally finally do an industrial album, have it be relevant. But uh, you didn't get your He-Man. <laughs> Aren't they doing a Masters of the Universe? I thought they, they were are, but they've been doing that for like 10 years. <laughs> mm, well, that's okay. It'll still be relevant. Yeah. Uh, so... So I have a feeling we're going to see more weird stuff like this. Melanie says, Beavis and Butthead start as I bet on a different show. Started as a, oh, she's probably, yeah, she's probably typing on the phone. Yes. Oh, how it started, it started as, as a bit, bit on a different oh, show. Oh, gotcha, Yeah, gotcha. it was, um, oh, I can't think of what it was. But it's kind of like a Simpsons type thing, right? Where the Simpsons were uh, basically short animation sequence uh, segments on the Tracy Ullman show before it actually spun off into its own full series. I thought that was uh, Simpsons. No, that's what I'm saying. It oh, was it oh, kind of sorry. like a like a Simpsons type deal. Where got you, got you. Sorry, I'm distracted by the chat. <laughs> that chat stopped distracting my co-host. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we're getting towards the end of the show. So now we got a couple things to address. First off, movie homework. Oh, yes. Uh, Melanie says maybe it was liquid television. Okay, that would actually, yeah, I, that makes sense. At least it seems like the type of thing that would pop up at that time. I know Hank Hill, he spun out of Beavis and Butthead. So mm-hmm. King of the Hill was a spinoff for sure. Melanie says, I'm not texting, I'm talking to text. I'm talk to texting. <sighs> it's, it's not as bad, but still, don't distract yourself too much, Melanie. You, you still you still have to read, and, and yeah. instead of drive, and that's not good. Don't read. We'll say all your things, all the things. Um, <laughs> okay, so oh, I didn't think about this. Is something maybe we should have mentioned while Melanie was still on, but she's in the car, and we can talk about it further. The first big thing is. Um, Summer is almost over. Yeah. And, and that means uh, our schedule on here is going yeah. to change significantly. <laughs> because our schedule in real life is changing significantly. Uh, like Melanie has, like her work situation has changed. As you may have noticed, she's only available for the first part of the show. Uh, and then I won't be available at this time of day here in basically a week. <laughs> so... So here's the thing. I think once work kicks back into full swing, it's three days a week of the live stream or the live cast plus our usual episodes is going to be on sustainable. Yeah. Um, so we might drop it's down. It's kind of been unsustainable this summer. Like <laughs> it's you... been a little tricky. <laughs> Man, when, when we started five days a week. Woo. Oh, my God. We, yeah. To be honest, that was a good decision. I'm kind of excited to record a normal episode. <laughs> <laughs> Not that we don't like uh, doing this with the chat here, guys. We do. Oh, but, I, do. Uh, I love it. But It's a different experience. But th- also, though, that's an important thing. This is a different experience, and it's been awesome. Like, this is not at all really what I expected it was going to be when we started doing this. I figured it'd just basically be live podcast. Right. I didn't expect all the interaction, and that has made it, like, far more interesting to me. Um And I don't know, like it's, it's pretty cool. Your feedback is intoxicating. (laughs) Yes, it is. I thrive on it. Um, So I don't, (laughs) so I don't want to stop doing it. So we may drop down to once a week if possible. Now here's the question though. As Jesse said, this time of day just won't be plausible at all for him. Right. And honestly, like it, would probably be better in general for most of us. Again, we'll have to discuss this with Melanie as well, but we wanted to throw out to you guys uh, 
Oh, Potter, Potter bait. Uh, no, mm, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> but we wanted to throw it out here as a heads up, but also to get your input. Um, obviously, evening time kind of seems to make the most sense to move the show. And we can pretty much move it to wherever we want. If we it, Ideally, we'll find a new time slot and stick to that so it's easy to find us again. What what's everybody thinking? Obviously, Lunchbox Live, the title is going to become irrelevant if we move to the evening time. But uh, somebody had said something about cold leftovers or something. I love that. Um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's something we're still kind of working out the specifics on, but we figured we'd throw it out to you guys. And uh, you can give us your input. Let's see what what days of the week are best for you. We can see if what matches up with our schedule what time of the day. Um, I have a feeling evening time will just be better for almost everyone involved. <laughs> but, right. Uh, if we're going to do midday, it would have to be on the weekend and that would be, ha- that would be hard to, uh, t- that would be hard to schedule too. Just only says, weekends or weekends. Maybe it'll just save lunch for dinner. That's right. We'll have, it'll be lunch for dinner. Grolic's drive time. <laughs> drive through. The Grolics <laughs> drive-through. You can eat it whenever. Or, or uh, somebody was saying also, it's like, well, if you work the evening shift, it can still be your lunchbox in the evening. Yeah. Oh, sirens! That's that's awesome. I don't know if you guys. That's can your two-minute warning. <laughs> Four-minute <laughs> yeah. warning. It's about true. Uh, so, yeah, something to think about. We're still carrying around ourselves. It does sound like an air raid siren. Uh, it's what is today? It's Friday. It's the volunteer fire department, which is literally right next to my house. Grolic's TV dinner. Ooh, we <laughs> do talk a lot of TV news. That's true. I do kind of like, I'd like that. I like that. Um, but all right. Well, I don't know how many of our regulars are in here that are even really interested. Matt D's in here, but I feel like, well, we'll move on, but we wanted to throw that out there. Um, so if you hear this on the replay or, or, uh, we'll probably bring it up again next week. Uh, but yeah, that change is coming soon. So we wanted to pick your brain about it. Like next week soon. Yeah. Uh, we, we, for sure, we will be, we will be doing the normal time, normal day for Monday and Wednesday. I'm going to try to also do it Friday. Right. After next week, it's definitely got to change. Yeah. Um, so. Just a warning. Change is coming. Yep. Hopefully. But it'll be for the better. It's scary, but it's good. Uh, let's see. The other thing. Movie homework. So, yeah, I don't know where our usual people went. Or maybe the chat's just being slow to update. But, um, so, as you know, at, the, at least at this point, uh, Matt D says, looking forward to more regular episodes. Love listening to you guys. Yeah, I mean, that is also one thing is the Grolix podcast proper. And it's not just Lunchbox Live that caused this. Ocon Expo was actually, I think, the biggest. Yeah. Had the biggest impact. But this month, our regular episodes have been really off. They've basically just been best of Grolix Lunchbox Lives, which is fine because I figured not everybody can listen to this. Plus, it gives me the opportunity to kind of clean up the live episodes a little bit more so than what you hear on the replay. Um, however, it, yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good to get back to regular episodes, which if you're new and you don't know, we do the Grolix podcast, which you can find here on Livecast as well as pretty much anywhere else you find podcasts as well as the uh, Grolix cinematic universe. Um, so the other thing is movie homework. Uh, Wednesday, we will be just reviewing a movie. What that movie is, I don't know, because usually what we do is we pick it out, uh, we work it out with the chat, and then ideally, if you uh, if you know if you get the opportunity, go watch it. We'll do the same, and then Wednesday we'll come back and review it. We'll discuss it, and we uh, always love your input on it. I was looking on Netflix because we usually hit up Netflix since that's what everybody has. You know, most not everybody, most people. Oh, okay. Well, okay. There's there's an option, Matt. That's uh, not a, a favorite <laughs> option of mine, but there's an option. Uh, but a lot of people have Netflix, so we usually kind of focus on that. Plus, that's what I got. Matt D is throwing out the recommendation or the option of Mary Poppins Returns. 
I mean, if we're going to go Disney, I'd rather, I'd rather do uh, uh, Christopher Robin because it's already on my list and I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> Plus, it's got basically puppets. Is that on Netflix? Yeah, yeah. Oh, or at least okay. last time I looked, it was. Well, maybe, if anything, we'll throw a few things out here and we can do a little poll. There you go. A couple votes. So let me... Mary Poppins. Google. Matt D says he would do Christopher Robin as well. He tracks. He retracts his Mary Poppins. Too late. Oh, it's on there. It's on I'm there, Matt D. I'm going to vote twice for it now. Okay, um... <laughs> <laughs> the other thing there a movie got added today to be honest like it looks god awful but i thought i'd throw it out there because it is it looks like the kind of movie that i would watch but it doesn't look like a very good version of that kind of movie girls with balls <laughs> <laughs> wow i wasn't ready for that one i know you weren't that's why i just threw it out there wow Girls, okay. <laughs> Matt D is doing an audio double take on that one. Girls with balls is a it's a Netflix uh, it's a Netflix original film that just got added today, and it's basically a comedy horror um, about a volley. Uh, I think it's I don't know. I think it's French or something. Like I said, it looks awful, and I'm kind of leaning towards Christopher Robbins to be honest, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's basically like a, this t- volleyball team of girls gets stuck in the woods with some uh, weird hillbillies type horror movie. Um, you know, all those volleyball hillbilly movies. Uh, <laughs> and then they have to fight them off. And that looks like the movie, which sounds like it could be fun, but it honestly doesn't look that good. But I threw it, thought I'd throw it out there as a uh, a potential for, uh, you know, anything. Sometimes it's more fun to talk about crap movies. Right, right. Okay, so here's our possibilities for movies we'll watch and discuss next week. Mary Poppins Returns, which Matt D. really is regretting mentioning. Christopher Robin. Why am I? Why did I put Robbins? And you were thinking Girl, Tim Robbins? Man, now I want that movie with Tim Robbins, and that's impossible. And Girls with Balls. <laughs> so that's... <laughs> you know, something this for the whole family. <laughs> Mary Such a strange list. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the quality poll lists that we put together. <laughs> All right. So here's what I'll do. I'll put that up as a poll on Twitter and maybe also the Facebook group. So if you guys You know it's gonna the- win just based on naming <laughs> structure alone. You know it's gonna win. I know. Uh so if you want to vote on that. Hey, what's up, uh, Valentina? We're about to end the show, unfortunately, because we've been going about an hour, but we are just basically talking about a poll, a movie poll we're going to run, and uh, whatever is the winner, we're going to watch and discuss this coming Wednesday. Um, Yeah, that's okay. Hey, if you want to catch the replay, it'll be up here soon at uh, Search Up Grolix Lunchbox Live here on CastBox, and you'll be able to find all our replays. So you can catch up on I'm always late. Uh, that's okay. Uh, so I'm going to put this up for a poll. Uh, you can vote on it at uh, at our Twitter account. It'll be, can you do more than th- two options on Twitter? I remember their poll being. That I don't know. That or I at am. least I'll have a link to a poll somewhere. Okay. But go to twitter.com slash podcast. It's G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast. Or It'll be in our Facebook group. It'll be facebook.com slash group slash guess what? Yep. It's Grolix podcast. So slash Grolix podcast. And uh, I got to get going. That's all I got. I got to record uh, some ex- exciting podcasts here soon. Um, in about 25 minutes on podcast day. This is what I'm doing. All right. Hey, uh, Valentina asks what time uh, we usually record from 1 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time uh, on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So we'll be back here on Monday from 1 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Yep. All right. Awesome. All right, so thanks, everybody, for listening. We've been the Grolix Podcast. You can find us at grolixpodcast.com or here. 
follow me on here and you'll get notified anytime we go live. Uh, that's all I got. You got anything, Jesse? Nope. That's it. All right. Outro music. Hey, thanks outro. for joining us, everybody, including, including you, Valentina. We'll Where's see this outro time. music? Where's, it's, slow, it's slowly fading in. It's, there it is. No fade. Just boom. Interesting. Yep, that was pretty much the intro music, but it's basically the same gonna, as the outro. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think that's the outro. The outro fades in, doesn't it? Yeah, oh, well. it's it skipped over to the intro song. I don't know why. It's, it's all good. All right, Matt D, later, Gator. Take it easy, Matt D. Ooh, Jesse, that reminds After me. After a while, I'll have to crocodile. You okay, all right. I, I'll, Matt I'll has some great that. ideas that I'm going to uh, recruit you and Melanie in on. Okay. Some, some parts. He's got good ideas. Anyway. Okay. All right, everybody. Have a good Friday. Have a good weekend. Uh, we'll be back Monday. Take it easy. Hey, enjoy your 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 Tarantino movie because that's the only thing happening. That's the only thing happening. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else has happened. Nothing else good is happening. Nothing. This no, no. That's the only good. <laughs> that's the. Only <laughs> <laughs> and on that uplifting note. Yeah, go see the Tarantino movie. You know. The only good. (laughs) (laughs) Have a great week.